We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome in to Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. Thanks so much for listening. Wherever and whenever you're listening, it's probably beer o'clock, and we've got a lot of good stuff coming up for you right here on the podcast starting right now. Welcome back into Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. Thank you guys so much for listening. Bam. The can is popped and we are ready to drink inside on a beautiful 77 degree day. <laughs> Why can't we get this station outside? Why can't we take the walls and the roof off and then go do everything outside? Probably because the rain would do bad things when it rained. No, it should be on like a little cart. Mm. Like, a, I mean? like a large you rolling just wheel cart. It around, yeah. For... Uh, a large rolling cart for an entire building. Yeah, so then that way we could take it anywhere we wanted to. We could just go on location and just push the little cart around. Could you imagine seeing us on the GABF floor with a giant cart that's just a mobile mobile recording <laughs> studio? And we're just all talking. And we're just like, what's up, guys? Don't mind this giant cart in the way. <laughs> hey, make a lane, guys. Meanwhile, we're just like trying to do a segment, and it's just like, oh, hold on. Everyone on the air, hold on. Move out of the way, please. <laughs> I'm getting a bad reception here. <laughs> uh, so on the episode today, we're going to do version two, volume two of two guys talking. Like Guardians of the Galaxy? Yep. Uh, hopefully better than that movie was. Whoa, easy there, Tiger. The second one was not very good. Okay, well, you're not very good. The first one was great. That is also true. The second one was good. Better. Not better than the first, but I liked that response better than the initial response you had of, that movie sucks. Well, I didn't say that either. Okay, well, it sounded like you. I heard it in your voice, Michael. <laughs> that, mo- that movie was not as good as the first one and was disappointing. It didn't mean it was bad. It was disappointing. All I right. was disappointed. It's not as disappointing as The Last Jedi, so mm-hmm. my sequel standards have dropped drastically. Because I'm like, well, it's not that piece of garbage that's The Last Jedi, so <laughs> I'm good. Uh, we're going to do two guys talking today, and that's code for we couldn't figure out what we were going to do. So we're going to do tell people that. we're going to do a lot of all the things we talked about, but in smaller bursts. You're not supposed to tell people that. <laughs> Look. I gave ourselves credit before we started this episode. I'm going to give ourselves credit during this episode. <laughs> the fact that there is an episode. <laughs> yeah. Look, we've been doing COVID episodes since last GD April. And it's really, really at a certain point when you're stuck in a studio, not able to go places uh, with not a lot of new things happening because of COVID to keep coming up with segment ideas. Yeah. And uh, I think we've done a really solid job of coming up with ideas for podcast episodes every single week. Since COVID started. You know, it's not bad. It's not Guardians of the Galaxy 2. It's not that good. But uh, it's not as bad as The Last Jedi. We don't have Baby Groot. That's true. We don't have Baby Groot, man. But uh, we do have... Baby Groot is awesome. We do have Big Mike. 
and medium-sized Patrick. Big dog. Okay, don't I'm a big dog. <laughs> please don't bring this on to here as well. That was that's 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 reserved for Wednesday nights now. Please and thank you. Oh, my big dog. Um, yeah. So we're just gonna chat about a couple of the things we had decided to talk about. You know, it's beautiful weather this week when this episode's coming out. We're releasing this on the fifteenth of April. Tax day, although that's no longer tax day. I did mine yesterday. Nice. I did mine like two months ago. I'm getting like seventeen hundred bucks. Very nice. I know. I think I'm a eleven hundred. When so. I when I first did it, I like loosely did it in February something, just kind of looking at stuff. Feds were going to give me six dollars, and I owed two hundred dollars to the state of Oregon. I was like, well, that doesn't sound correct. Mm-hmm. I'm not rich by any means. I am retired though, so maybe they just want all my money. Um. And then I just jumped on yesterday and was like, you know what? I'm going to revisit this. And all of a sudden it was like, we're going to give you money. And I was like, where do I sign? Where do I sign? Click, 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 click. Do it now. Do it do now. It now. Do, do it now. now. And so, yeah, they're going to give me a little bit of money, which is just going into the fund to buy the brand new car. There you go. Also go into the retirement fund, which is currently being lived. Yes. <laughs> God, life's great. Is it? Life's awesome, man. It probably is. I'm jealous. Hey, man. It's you, freedom, man. You kind of live in a, you kind of live a retired life, too. I mean, you come in and push buttons for sports for four days for for four hours a day. That's awesome. Yeah, but I still come to work every day. Sure, but is it work? Yes, eh. it is work. I don't think so. <laughs> I think it's pretty cool. It's cool, but it's still work. Um, so we're gonna just kind of chat about a couple of things. I mean, it's beautiful weather right now. Right now, so we wanted to talk about some of the places as a, as a reminder of who's got what going on. Uh, talk about what we're excited to do now that the weather seems to be turning, although it's April and it's weird that it's 75 degrees and I'm very confused and frightened about the fire season that's about to come. It's called climate change. Yep. And uh, we'll just kind of chat loosey-goosey throughout the podcast today. We have a very exciting beer of the week. Yes. And uh, an interesting beer that we're going to be drinking during the podcast today. It was one that I had in the fridge that I bought this weekend that I didn't get to. It was the one I was actually most excited about when I purchased the beers this week. Mm-hmm. I just didn't get to it. And uh, so we'll drink it here. Hopefully it's good. There is no beer in my fridge right now. I don't believe at you. home. I don't believe you. Okay, there is a Miller High Life one. There is a fluffy bunny barrel aged stout with like chocolate and vanilla and milk stout mm-hmm. from Breakside. I think that's it. Cool. There's no like beers that I'm gonna like go home and drink in my fridge right now, <laughs> which is exciting. Which means I'm gonna go buy some beer. I only have two beers in the fridge right now, and they from are... the brewery. Two beers. What? You've never heard of that brewery, huh? No. There's a small brewery in Seattle. I think they only make seltzer and cider now. Oh, so no longer two beers. No, hmm. it's like two beers cider company. You're like, well, that doesn't make sense. That's disappointing. Actually, I think they're part of Seattle Cider. Uh, <clears throat> used to make a really good amber. Uh, <laughs> I have uh, two migration beers in the fridge. Uh, the end of a six pack. So, Ooh, which six pack? Um. The IPA, Jesus. Straight out of Portland? Yes, sorry. Straight out of Portland. They have a new session IPA out in cans that I want to try. Uh, these were fresh at Safeway. Again, I've, I've, been finding, I've been finding fresh cans at Safeway. It's been almost exclusively migration and crux, and a little bit of uh, uh, Freem has had a couple of times. I've been like, ooh, that's somewhat fresh. Generally, it's not, but I've been finding them, and I've been very, very happy Sounds about like that. the plaid pantry choices. Yeah, basically. Yeah, you know, your, your go-to six-packs. But they're fresh. Yeah, and that's what matters. 
So I got that. And then I have, uh, in my girlfriend's fridge right now, I have an Obsidian Stout six-pack. Ooh, sexy. Yeah. yeah, I haven't had that in a while. And I went over there for dinner, and she was like, you should bring some beer, because obviously I don't have any beer in the fridge. Yeah. And I was like, what can I leave that's going to be there for a while, because I'm only going to have a couple every time I go? Right. A stout will <clears throat> last for a while. So yeah. I went and put Obsidian Stout in there. Otherwise, I didn't have a crazy week in beer this week. I just kind of... Uh, I just kind of drank some old classics. I, I finished the Sun River I had in there as well. I had a Rippin in there and a Vicious Mosquito. I've been drinking the Straight Out of Portland IPA. I think I got myself a Punk Rock Time this week and uh, a Volatile Substance. I kind of just went to the well. Cool. Got some good beers that I enjoyed. And Volatile Substance was really good this week. That beer is awesome. Except for when you tasted it blindly. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> it could have been the lines. I don't know. Uh, yeah, that is, that is my week in beer. And... Beyond that, nothing crazy. Nothing crazy. Uh, Mike, my week in beer consists of me chasing down all the main brewing company, which kind of took me back to the old days when we used to chase trucks for 750 milliliters of sticky hands, where you got to like go to like five different places to see who's got what, and you get a couple extra here, and there's a limit, so then you got to go to the next place, <laughs> or you got to come back in a disguise. And so I was able to track down all the four different main beer, main brewing company beers that made it into town, and I had at least two of each of them. Very nice. So, and I actually did a, I like did a sit down with all of them, and I went from lowest ABV to highest ABV, and drank all four of them, and they were all. I was very very happy. I was very very happy to be able to drink a brewery that I'd never had before. Well, that's not true. I had dinner once, but a bunch of beers that I'd never had before from a brewery that was hyped to me by people that I trust, and it delivered. And the interesting thing is um, I've been chasing the lunch for a long time. That's what I wanted, and it was not my favorite beer of the four. Oh, really? In fact, I think it was my third favorite beer so of the what, four. what are the beers that they have? Again, they have breakfast, lunch, dinner. I know that. Well, right? yeah, those are some of their stuff, but the stuff that made it to town, I put this on Instagram, there was Peeper, which was a pale ale, Lunch, IPA, Spring IPA, and Woods and Waters IPA Okay, is what I had from them. And yeah, I've been chasing the lunch because that's what I've just been told. This beer is amazing. It's awesome. You got to have it. And like I said, I think it was my third favorite of the of the bunch. The Peeper was a pale ale, and that was a hop forward pale ale, low malt body to it. It was awesome, awesome. Definitely my favorite of the four. And then the the Woods and Water IPA. It's a great name. Great name. And if you jump on the Instagram account at Beers on Us, you can see. You know, I kind of side by side all of them so you can see what they, you know, all look like, even though they all kind of look the same. They all look kind of simple. <clears throat> and then Lunch fell in their third. And then Spring was my least favorite of the four. And for no reason other than I think there was like a hop variety. And I should have looked up the hops while I was drinking them, but I, it was late at night. Um, and I wasn't thinking straight. And you were drunk. No, I actually wasn't drunk. Yeah. I was by the end, but. <clears throat> um, but there was like a hop combination in Spring that didn't quite talk to me. It wasn't a bad beer by any means. It was maybe a little too dank for me, and maybe it was just coming off the other beers, which were a lot more tropical uh, and bitter in that sense, as opposed to the dank bitterness. Um, so that could have thrown me off, but pleasantly surprised in all of them. And then, you know, coming back from Bend, I had a lot of leftover ripping from Sun River, and it was just awesome to be able to drink, you know, 10 to 12 cans of fresh ripping again. Yeah. Because I know you've had success in it, and I haven't, so maybe I should drive out to Beaverton to buy beer. Um, <laughs> so that that was really nice. And then, you know, over the weekend and stuff. Wait, over the weekend. And stuff. And stuff. And over the week, I should say. Uh, Spider City 
Grazing Goat IPA out of Bend. Um, I keep going back to that whenever it's on draft, and I've been drinking. I've had like four different Hellas's in the last six days. Very nice. Frame Hellas on draft, Heater Allen Hellas on draft. Then I got, and then I got to try a, a Hellas Tired Hands, which is a Pennsylvania brewery, I believe. Okay, that was excellent. I thought it was better than the Frame Hellas. Really? No, I was like waiting for your reaction. I was like, no reaction? No, sorry, yeah, I was I, thinking, but yeah. I, yeah, I thought it was better than the Freem Hellas. I was quite surprised because okay. I think that Freem Hellas is damn good beer. Now, Hellas is not always my <clears> style, <throat> but I, I really did enjoy the uh, Ferment Hellas that came out last mm-hmm. year in the, I think it was the Bottom Ferment series. Um, that was, was that Bottom Ferment that did the Hellas? I think it was because Top Ferment's been a hoppier mm-hmm. beers, right? I really enjoyed that a lot. I think that was my favorite Hellas. One other note from the weekend because that reminded me is I've discovered my favorite type of Pilsner. Yay! We talked about this last night. Yes. I am not a huge Pilsner fan. I will drink them. I will enjoy them. Um, But Czech Pilsner is my favorite kind of Pilsner. And I had the Czech AF from Wayfinder, and it was absolutely delightful. And I realized when I was sipping it that I was like, these are the flavors I want in my Pilsner. I like Italian Pilsners. Uh, the other ones, I'm eh. the German stuff, not your thing. I'm indifferent on the German stuff. I think what, what it is, is there's a little bit of like, uh, like a skunkiness in some of those beers that reminds me too much of, of cheap college beer that I, <laughs> that I would drink a lot of. And I just have a hard time breaking that out of my brain. Fair enough. And I think it's intense. It's not in, intentional, but it's like, that's just the ingredients in the beer. Mm-hmm. It creates that kind of flavor profile. And I did not get that, especially in the Wayfinder check. And it was really, really good. I that's really enjoyed awesome, it. Awesome, man. I'm glad that you found that. And that's something that's really cool about the Pilsner style is that it's all over the place these days. Yep. You've got your Czech style, your Eastern European style. You've got your, <clears throat> you know, German Bavarian style. But then, you know, we're getting this Italian craze that comes on. Obviously, the Americans have their own interpretation of the Pilsner. And I'm glad that you found one that's that works. because And it's and it's a style that you should find many, many examples of. Mm-hmm. House makes a Czech style Pilsner. I think... Uh, no, I don't think Occidental does. They might one-off a Czech-style Pilsner. Um, but yeah, if you're going to stick with Zoigelhaus Czech Pilsner and CZAF from uh, Wayfinder, you're in good shape. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. If, do they make CZAF all year? Or is that just... Because I've only seen it in cans for the first time, which is why I bought it. You know, it's tough to say because Wayfinder, during COVID, their whole packaging skew is completely changed it's yeah. just like there's just, just always everything. yeah they're just making beers and they're just coming out and coming out and coming out so i don't think it's a year round because i think only i think only relapse and hell are the only core brands from them i don't know okay. i actually got to see charlie Devereaux the other day he was in good spirits delivering kegs hmm. it's really nice to see owners of businesses sometimes every once in a while and i asked him i was like what are you doing schlepping kegs on a wednesday afternoon like, you know, it's good to get out. Say hi to my peeps. So that was cool. Because I, I was at Wayfinder on Friday as well. Got to check out their new street side outdoor patio. Very nice. Yeah. Uh, drank party time Pilsner. From okay. Uh, I, yeah, that kind of leads me into the next discussion that I wanted to have on the two guys talking. Was uh, places that are going to be open and available for us now that it's nice weather. And, you know, you mentioned Wayfinder, and that's a place that already had a good outdoor setup anyway Mm -hmm. with their deck outside. Really COVID-friendly there. Yeah. Like, a lot of distance, especially if you get up on on their normal patio and you kind of get away from the street. It is so separated that anyone should feel comfortable eating outside there. Uh, I I really want to go to the new migration rooftop 
deck. Me too. Uh, I wanted to go there about a month ago, and I went on the website, and they said closed, opening soon. I didn't really understand why, but maybe just because of the weather. I don't know. It was nice yeah. that day, but uh, they. I think I saw on Instagram that they're opening that back up again very, very soon, if not already. I think it opened yesterday, okay, because or two days ago, because it was open for the Timbers game. I really, really want to go there and get the views and the vibe from up there because I love where Migration's been the last year. Mm -hmm. I've been really enjoying their beers. And to be completely candid, I don't love their original location. Out That's on, so wild. On Gleason? Out on Gleason. That's so wild because I love it there. I, I remember going a couple years ago and just being like, Oh really? <laughs> like I thought, okay. It reminds it reminds me of old Portland beer, like not old Portland beer, but it reminds me of like, like old brew pubs. Like Breakside Decom is this same kind of way. Um, Hedge House when Lompoc was there, which is now Little Beast. Um, I don't know. They're just kind of these little like, I don't want to say shacks because they're not like falling down, but they don't look like your average. They don't look like Von Ebert, Ten Barrel to Shoots, Breakside right. Slapdown. They don't. They it don't look Migration on Williams. They don't look like that. They look, I don't know, like little neighborhood kind of little patios. They remind me of the original Ten Barrel location Bend, which is just this little this little shop with an outdoor patio. I didn't. It had nothing to do with the look of the place. It was more the vibe I got when I went. Interesting. I don't know why. I mean, it was just, it, I felt almost like because I was from Beaverton and it was years before I kind of got into the beer scene, it was like, who are these people drinking here? <laughs> I kind of got that vibe and I was like, I don't love that. Man, East Portland is ghetto. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was opposite. Shout out to Gleason. It was like, who are these people <laughs> coming from the West Side? Who do you think you are? I was like, I'm just trying to have good beer, guys. God. Um, that it's going to be a two hour wait, sir. Uh, <laughs> There's seven tables open. Yeah, they're all taken. Why don't you just leave? Uh, but I'm very excited to try their rooftop uh, deck. And I know Brewery 26's place on Powell is is officially getting worked on. I see all their posts on Instagram Yay. of them building their outdoor setup. Yeah, because we've been wanting to go there for a while. Yeah, well, they wanted to bring us out before COVID started. And then, well, COVID started. And they couldn't open it right away. So that's another one. And I haven't gone yet, even though it's close. But uh, Von Ebert in the By Design Pizza is don't forget, not only in downtown and at Glendevere, it is now at Cascade Station and in, I think it's called Timberline Shopping Center. It's in Cedar Mill in Beaverton and or Timberland, something like that. And um, Timberland. It is uh, Justin Timberlake. There's the Von Ebert sign is not on the building. It still says by Design Pizza, but they have like posters that say Von Ebert on the windows. Mm. I want to go there as well. Yeah, you little Zah, and yep. you'll hate the pizza there. and I won't hate it. You won't love it. There you go. Yeah, you're like a Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Um, I mean that that's Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> um, it's interesting. I mean, I don't know. Just I guess we're just BSing, so it doesn't matter, man. Four locations for Von Ebert. Yeah, Von Ebert's been open for three years. Three years. And you got four locations now. The two by design, in my opinion, they don't really count all that much. It is more of a, an extra location to sell just your beer. Mm -hmm. um, well, it's a way to spread Von Ebert beer further into the burbs. Sure. Right? Sure. Um, but that's rad. That's wild, dude. Four locations for a brewery that's only three years old. And, I mean, to say they're three-year-old is a little unfair because the Fathead's infrastructure is already there. Right. Um, and they kept some of those staff guys, uh -huh, too. Right? Yeah. That's a lot of the front of house, too. Um, but, I mean, it... it that's just cool that not only in three years can you have four four places that you can get your beer, and it's high, high quality. 
Yeah. It's really high quality. I had one of their, I had a can of their Vienna Lager again the other day. Oh boy. I am, uh, oh boy. That I'm very good. excited to go try the Von Eber by me just because it's super, super close to my apartment right now. And I just haven't had, I hadn't had a chance to do it. And plus, it hasn't been this nice. It's just been like, that's <sighs> eh, been all right. And I don't really want to sit outside. But right it's now, to be I'm like, like 80 on Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. My friends got some, my friends were able to, I didn't even know you could do this. They were able to reserve a site at Kelly Point Park out in St. John's. And we're going to go out there and socially distance, drink, and barbecue. And cool. It's going to be 82 degrees. It's going to be beautiful. You know, what should I bring? You should bring. Other than water. Hmm. <laughs> Definitely bring water. Uh, you should. Have you tried the Chuckanut Ecliptic uh, no, I Vienna haven't. Lager? No, I haven't. You should bring that. Should I do like a little variety pack or should I find like a six pack of like, or a four pack of Tollies? Well, you're going to do, it's just for yourself, right? Oh, bring yeah, bring your not, own beer. Oh, I'm not sharing with anybody. Then get a variety pack. I'll share pack. with the lady. Get a variety pack. The lady had a white claw the other day for the first time in a while. She was like, I'm so embarrassed. This is awesome. <laughs> I've still never had a white claw. Uh, they're great. I mean, I'm sure they taste good. For what good. it is, it's it's excellent. I mean, I do you do you like flavored seltzer water? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's that, but gets you drunk. I saw that they are making a bigger can with a higher ABV. That is a bad idea. Uh, they're going to try to compete with old old school Four Loco. <laughs> that is a bad idea. Or it's a great idea. Um, but they all they do all taste because di- White Claws no laws. Yeah, they, they do. You do have to be careful though with hard seltzers. I've had some bad ones out there. Mm-hmm. They're just they taste medicinal, syrupy, too much flavor. White Claws got it. White Claws got it. Are they are they big beer? They're owned by Mike's Hard Lemonade. Oh. Does that count as big beer? I guess. Are they their big seltzer? <laughs> uh, I mean, Mike's Hard Lemonade is independently owned. Oh, is it? I believe, yeah. Okay. I don't well, then go White Claw. Yeah. How about that? So. I'm trying to think of what else. I loved Culmination's outdoor setup when I went, but I did just go recently, so mm-hmm. I'm going to probably try to spread the love a little bit elsewhere. Um, I saw the sign. That it stick- opened up your eyes. <laughs> I saw the sign. Got it. Um, Still got it. Ah. I'm gonna give it another go because it's been a long time, but <laughs> it's been a long time. I, okay. Um, oh yeah, oh yeah. Is uh, Stickman is going to Beaverton as well ah. in Cedar Mill, and Stickman. The first time I went, I'll be completely honest with you, I was completely disappointed. It was in Lake Oswego. It was like four, three or four years ago at this hey, point. I used to work right next door to him. Yeah, and the food was pretty good. The beer was. <sighs> A work in progress, maybe, is a common way to put it. Uh, I haven't had their beer in quite some time, but if they're expanding, that gives me a little bit of hope that they've got enough of a customer base to grow, and I'm going to give them a go again when they open in the fall. I will not. Okay. And I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> what if I tell you that it's better? Uh, I'll go home and watch The Last Jedi instead. <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. Um, but that is opening in Beaverton as well. And then Breakside's opening in Beaverton. I haven't driven over there in a while. So. Yeah, I guess some giant beer hall sort of thing, like outdoor space, German style, which yeah. could be rad. So I don't know when they're opening that. <laughs> you can get a liter mug at Breakside right now. Really? $11 of a lager. It's a full <laughs> liter of glass mug. Nice. I haven't been over to that like, part of Beaverton. The, is the sky falling? This is a terrible idea. <laughs> and I'm excited to go. I'm excited to go get it get a get it checked out over there as well. So for me, that's kind of what I'm excited for because all these places are opening closer to me, which haven't existed on the on the west side. And uh, downtown, I want to do migration rooftop for sure. And uh, I'm yeah. trying to think. Uh, I 
I can't think of anything that I like really want to get to that I haven't. I do want to go to the migration. Um, I do want to see that. Um, other than that, it's places that I want to go that I've just haven't been and still keep wanting to go. Like I need to get to Montevilla. We need to get to Montevilla. Yes. yes, we do. Um, I did go to Brothers Cascadia for the first time. Oh. Did you was that last week? Didn't you tell yeah, us? Yeah, I that? got it after my vaccine. Yeah. We stopped and had some celebratory beers. Nice. <clears throat> but outside of that, yeah, man. It's just places that I want to go. I think I've hit all the outdoor patios. I've been a lot more loose than you have in terms of going out. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like I still get my patio vibes. Yeah, I've been get some patio vibes today. I've been reluctant because my girlfriend has has some health stuff going on, and I just didn't want to expose sure. any, unduly anything like that. Sure. Um. So I got my second shot on Monday, and so on the twenty sixth. I will be free in two weeks after that to be 95% protected. And I'm so excited just to be like, you know what? Crotch chop COVID. Let's go do things again. <laughs> I said that since the beginning. <laughs> I got it four times. You can't get it again. I'm going to go ahead and make a nice reservation at a nice restaurant for that first night that both of us can do it. She's on the 27th. Mm-hmm. So the night of the 27th, we're going to go out to dinner. Perfect. And You uh, know where you're going to go? Not yet. I haven't decided. I'm thinking of splurging. And uh, going to like a super nice place, yeah, dude. And just saying, you know what? You li- she lives up in, in the Portland area now. She moved up from Salem, and I'm like, here's one of my favorite, really expensive restaurants that I've never paid for because my parents always pay for it. <laughs> but I'm going to pay for it now because I love you, and let's do this. Well, if you need suggestions, uh, I am I can be a little bit of a foodie. Uh, I've got I've got a list of places in my head that I'm considering. I've looked at some of the menus. A lot of places are limited still menu wise because right. of COVID. Uh, St. Jack, I love to death. Had Saint, I had St. Jack about a month ago. Um, Higgins is a classic for me. I used to live right next to Higgins, and I love Higgins as a classic, like Portland, great food restaurant. Um, I really enjoyed Nostrana, the Italian place yep. on, uh, I forget what street it's on. It's Northeast Portland. Yeah. Well, it's over by uh, Rev Hall. Yeah. Uh, that place is, that is really good. Is Northeast? Excuse me. Jeez. Does that count as Northeast or is that Southeast? I think it's southeast. I don't know, technically. It's near the border of that line. Sure. Uh, I looked at Ringside, and I looked at El Gaucho, just to compare the prices, because I know they're both very good steakhouses. Yeah, and... don't go to El Gaucho. Well, El Gaucho's delicious, but boy, is it expensive. <laughs> I don't think it's worth it. Um, Unless I... there's jazz and I can smoke cigars. I'm not in. I'm just look- I was just looking. Those are the four that I looked at this morning. Yeah, if you've got any places that are super nice that I haven't heard of before, feel free, because I, you know, it's been a while since I've gone out. Uh, tomorrow I'm having dinner at Palm Beach, which is a Cuban restaurant across the street from Migration on Gleason, and I am quite excited. About Palm Beach, Palm Beach, okay, Cubano. Mm. Oh, Ox is another place too that oh, I yeah, very Ox. much enjoyed. Yeah, so tomorrow is 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 Cuban night at the house. Um, we try to do culture night with the kids once a week, where we pick a country and we teach them their language and their customs, and then eat their food. And there's usually some sort of Disney movie that takes place in that country. This week, though. Kids aren't listening, so it's okay. There's no movie. Well, Suck it. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's not Cuban. Did you already watch... Uh, oh, God, I'm terrible with the names of these new Disney movies. What was the one where it was the they go back into the the dead and the ghosts? Coco. Coco. It's, Mex- was, it's Mexico. Well, I know, but I, you could... Yeah, Coco, You could relate the cultures. Coco is a divisive movie really? in, in the household. Yeah, That some, movie was great. Some of them don't like it because it's too sad. 
It is quite sad. Yeah, we got little ones, man. That was a very good movie, though. Yeah, I mean, like, oh, they... we watched Bambi when we were kids. Well, I know. We also ate dirt. <laughs> At least Get I over it, kids. At least I did. <laughs> that was uh, mom. I'm gonna go ride my bike. And she's like, all right, be back by dinner. And I'm looking at the watch. It's like 9 a.m. See ya. <laughs> I'll be back by dinner. All yeah, right. Yeah. Twelve hours later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Starving, pissed off that food's not ready. <laughs> Why didn't you eat when you were gone? Because I was supposed to be back by dinner. Yeah. And how am I? I'm just riding my bike and I'm playing with my friends. Yeah. Come on. Yep. Um, that's pretty cool. I like that idea as a, as a thing for kids. Yeah, it's great. Teach about cultures. Let you guys try new foods. Yeah. Or try cooking new foods. Yeah, and I mean, I love all this food. And the kids, you know, they're in the whole thumbs up, thumbs down world. So they'll, they'll probably get to Palm Beach tomorrow, and we're going to be like, this is amazing. The kids are going to be like, middle. <laughs> Someone will be like, I don't like it. Like, it's not spaghetti. Yeah. <laughs> you know if they like spaghetti. What? I don't know. It's not chicken nuggets. That's all I care about. I mean, I don't love spaghetti. I like other pastas better, but most kids like spaghetti. It's basic. I only it's like spaghetti if it's in carbonara. Okay. I can understand that. But I'm not a red sauce guy. At all? Nope. No. Oh. Not my thing. That's strange. I don't really like tomatoes all that much. Well, me neither, but... That's very different than marinara sauce to me. I don't like marinara. I don't like pasta sauce. I don't really like ketchup. I like tomatoes. Take a fresh heirloom tomato. Delicious. And with some, some mozzarella. mozzarella. Yeah. yeah. You know, a little olive that. oil and some basil on top. Delightful. Hey, look at that. My baseball team won today. That means they got a hit. Hey, how about that? My team's not playing today, which is better than losing to the Blue Jays again. That is probably better. You guys suck. Yeah, we kind of do. It's kind of weird. We're in first. Yeah, we're in third i don't know i don't know what we're in we got no hit last night so you're okay <laughs> that is true that is true all right you want to get into beer of the week here i guess so well what are we drinking right now we're uh, drinking little beast brewing green queen west coast ipa god i love these cans yeah uh, i think their artwork is really on point i have been very impressed by little beast uh offerings recently on the ipa game and uh sadly to say this one has been not impressive to me yeah it's a little grassy and it's just, it's like, it's missing. I think what I'm, I'm growing to learn about myself is I'm really enjoying these like tropical citrusy bomb West Coast IPAs. And when you talked about the IPAs you were drinking and you mentioned the word tropical, all I thought of, and I haven't had it in over a year, is Tropic Pines from Ben Brewing. Oh, yeah, baby. And I just I had was a like, fresh one from the tap the other day. Mm. And all I was all I was thinking was source. I really want that beer. And then I took a sip of this and was like, that's not the beer. It's not the beer. <laughs> a royal combination of cryocentennial, citra, and lemon drop hops impart bright notes of pine, grapefruit, lemon peel, and melon. Bold and graceful, the queen has spoken. I'm feeling like I'm not getting a lot of the citrus. I'm getting a lot of lemon on the nose though. Yeah. From the lemon drop hops, but it's just not this one's just not speaking to it's me. A little as like well. a stringent, I'm a little like yeah. A little. Yeah. Yeah, not my jam. But there is a there have been a couple of really good Little Beast IPAs I've enjoyed. I'll uh, tell you what, I don't taste any like off flavors too bad. Like I don't get any diacetyl or oxidation, which are the two that you know, there might be some pickier ones that some people have. Stringency is a big thing, but Well, this uh, is fresh though, I think, right? Oh like, yeah, it was canned like a week ago. Yeah. So it's uh, I would assume I shouldn't assume it wouldn't have off flavors, but oxidization coming from age, it wouldn't have that. Yeah, it's just not hitting the way I wanted it to yeah, hit. Not my jam. Um, but that's it's not okay. terrible. Let's uh, let's see if I uh, if I enjoy our beer of the week. Let's see if you do. Uh, I hope I will. I think you will. There's been a lot of hype. I think you will. And we will have that next. This is beers on us. Michael Lynch, Patrick Harris.
Beer of the Week time! Here on Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris! I'm excited to try this beer. I've never heard my name pronounced that way. Harris! <laughs> that was interesting. Do a lot of like people it? have a lot of fun takes on my name, and that's a new one, Mike. Do you like it? No. It's better than The Last Jedi, though. <laughs> better than Guardians of the Galaxy 2? No. That movie's good. Hmm. I think I like <laughs> Okay. So, uh, what are we drinking here, sir? My friend, this is the last of my holdout. You are going to enjoy the sweet nectar of Maine Brewing Company's lunch. Mm. Your third favorite of the four beers that you had. My third favorite of the four. Well, you had to keep your favorite two for yourself. I understand. No, like, um, this this is the last of it. Well, I know. You said you got two of each, right? Oh, yeah. I already drank all those. That's what I mean. Well, I, I saved the lunch. I saved two two bottles of lunch because it was the white whale. It was what I was chasing, and I wanted to have a little more than just... I wanted to, like, truly drink the S out of it mm-hmm. and see if see how much, I, how much I truly enjoy it. Okay. So, what is special about this beer... And what is special about Main Brewing Company to you? You know, so what came across... Okay, so where do I start? Let's back this up. <laughs> there is a... There's an old friend of mine, Chris Chesser. He's part of the QA department at uh, Breakside Brewery. Works in the Milwaukee facility. Him and his wife, Hallie, are awesome, awesome human beings. I really, really enjoy them. Gotten along with them for years and years. They once took a vacation out... To Maine mm-hmm. in like the fall or the spring, I don't remember. And to just go out there, just the two of them, not for beer, nothing specific. They just wanted to go and see the area because it's quite beautiful up there. And he came back, and even though him and I, our palates differ and our tastes differ, like the things we like, he came back and could not stop raving about this brewery. And I was like, okay. And so he told me about it. And I ended up jumping online and looking at some pictures. I was like, wow, that taproom looks really cool. He said the taproom is amazing. Just real pristine and clean. Think of the label. Mm-hmm. It's like that. Are they like on the water anywhere up there or? No, they're outside of, they're outside of, uh, they're in Freeport, Maine, which is a suburb of Portland, I believe. Okay. Well, I know um, Portland's on the water. So that's why I was asking if maybe. Yeah. Let's, let's. I, you know, when, when I think of like a great taproom to me. That includes having some sort of wonderful view <laughs> with the beautiful tap room. And I, I have a person I went to college with who I'm friends with on Facebook who used to live in Maine and in Portland. And she would post pictures all the time of all the restaurants that her and her boyfriend were going to. And God, it looked beautiful. <laughs> Freeport is on the water. Nice. Um, nice. Ooh. Now I got to look and see where this is. This is not on the water. Okay. But everything I've seen from it, it looks really stinking cool and so he told me about that and i was like oh that's rad okay and then so i started doing more research and i saw they made beers called breakfast lunch and dinner and second dinner and i don't know if it's a like a tolkien reference or whatever but i just that does sound like a tolkien i love the concept of just simply named beers really straightforward and so i was into that saw the labels was like okay real simple label okay now i'm really intrigued this was I probably heard about them three, four years ago and just kept hearing things and people kept raving and having good solid reviews about them. So then the mystique and the hype started festering within myself and I cultivated into what I've coined my white whale. Which you now need a new one. Which I now need a new one, which is exciting, which yep. is rad because I didn't know, I didn't think I was ever going to have this beer until I got out there. Now the messenger hooked me up with a dinner and it was delicious. I did enjoy that. 
but I know it was traveled across the country. Mm-hmm. To where this, I know, this came from day one. I know it was cold the entire time. This is no offense to the messenger. It's where the beer was before it was in his hands or hers hands or they's hands. And so I thought the only way I was going to be able to drink this was if I was in Maine. And I didn't know when I'd ever be in Maine. Right. So, yeah, like I said, it just kind of festered. And I got a, I got a good buddy of mine who's from Boston and, and during COVID ended up spending like four months back there with his family. And he said this was all they were drinking. And he was like, oh, you like that? We drank this all summer. And I was like, I can't tell if I like you or if I want to hit you. <laughs> so <laughs> Probably again, a little bit of so both. Again, there, I mean, there was a lot of hype machine in this, you know, but a lot of it was like self-created hype, which is such a funny thing to think of because when I like, comb through Instagram and look at all this kind of stuff, you know, whether it's Topping Goliath or Great Notion or, you know, fill in the blanks, Brooklyn Beer Company, you know, fill in the blanks of all these hyped breweries across America that it's easy for the media to let you hype it, but it's harder, I think, for yourself to hype it. Is it crazy that I had a barrel-aged stout from Brooklyn Brewing Company then when I went home for Passover? I mean, that's cooler than anything we're having out here right now in terms of trend. All right. I didn't. You know, I, I had get... no idea because my uncle was just like, hey, I bought this. Let's try it. Yeah. Like, did I, like, send a shockwave through our listeners who know about the, maybe, maybe. the countrywide trends? Because I was just like, this was a good beer. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it, it's that thing. Because, like, right now, Maine was a cool thing that came into town. But, you know... Day one, Robbie, they, you know, Robbie does a great job at day one bringing in stuff from, you know, from from out of town. And, and we get a lot of cool California. We get a lot of cool Denver stuff, uh, just Colorado in general. But we don't see a whole lot of this stuff from across the country. And so, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, maybe a barrel-aged stout from Brooklyn was pretty rad. And you're just, which is the best way to drink it, to be like, oh, barrel-aged stout, Brooklyn Brewing. Lunch. That's a weird name. India Pale <laughs> Ale from Maine Beer Company. This right. label kind of sucks. <laughs> Let me try it. All right. Sure, I'll try it. Yeah. Going into it without the expectation is the best way to do it. Without because it's truly your your belief on the beer, you know? Yeah. Like when we had uh, the Treehouse beers, I, mm-hmm. went in, I went into that knowing that those were very popular beers. I forgot about Treehouse. But I also enjoyed them way more than I expected to as well. Mm-hmm. Um I, even when they're hype beers, to me, I, I don't know. It's not. It's not really my world to like care about what's being hyped. I just drink the beer that I want to drink, and if it's good, it's good. If it's not, it's not. And it's just kind of how I am with everything in my life, to be honest with you. And like, I'm not much of a trend follower, I guess I should say. But those beers were really good, and I went into it knowing that they were popular, and I still enjoyed them. Yeah, we did enjoy the green. I don't think we loved the juice machine as much as we liked the green. I think we liked or the juice the machine other way more than the green. Okay, it's the other way around. Yeah. Yeah, so when you come across the trend beers, it's kind of fun to not know it. I'll never forget this story. I've probably told this story on this podcast before. I know I've told it to you. Maybe I haven't. Who knows? I went to. I was fortunate enough. My mom and I went to Cleveland in 2016 to go to the World Series when the Indians were in the World Series against the Cubs. And we were staying in this little area called Tremont in Cleveland, pretty close to downtown. It was like a 30-minute walk to the stadium. And I we landed. Mom's tired from jet lag and all that kind of stuff. And I'm wide awake. So I was like, oh, there's a little bar down the street. And I walked in, sat down. I'm I'm tired, so I'm not really thinking. Bartender walks up to me and she I'm says. I'm confused because you just said you're wide awake. Well, I'm wide awake, but I'm like, meh. Okay. You know, post like, flight. Yeah, I'm yeah, post yeah. flight, so I'm just kind of meh. And bartender walks up and she's very nice. She says, you know, hey, can, can I get you something to drink? And I got this list in front of me of beers and I'm like, I, I can't focus. I'm like, I I would like, 
I would like your favorite locally made IPA. And she goes, you got it, coming right up. It's like, excellent. She sets it down in front of me, took a sip. I went, wow, this is really good. What is this? She goes, it's called Liquid Sunshine from a local brewery called Fatheads. It's really good. And I was like, cool. I have a Fatheads back home. <laughs> and I thought to myself, I just flew to Cleveland, Ohio to drink beer I can get 10 minutes away from my house. <laughs> but it was good. I didn't know, you know? So it was like, if we didn't have Fatheads in town, and I don't even know if Mike was making Liquid Sunshine at the time at Fatheads. I can't remember. I'll also say that's... A very or sunshine daydream. Sorry, sunshine daydream. I would liquid say sunshine. That's Breakside Pilsner. That's a very rare story of going to a small local bar and asking for their favorite local beer and yeah. getting something really good. Yeah. Oh yeah. It usually, was... usually it's like, oh, well, at least you tried. And yeah. this time you're like, oh, I like that a lot. <laughs> sunshine daydream. I misspoke on that. I want to get that right. Sunshine daydream. That's a Grateful Dead song. Well, it's part of Sugar Magnolia. Okay. I know. I um, moving on. <laughs> uh, what do you think, Michael, of this beer that I have dubbed the White Whale? Uh, I will say that going into it with the White Whale expectation, it is not hitting the White Whale expectation. It, it never will when you go into that. Um, it is a balanced IPA that is not giving me too much of the New England style IPA flavors that I don't like. Um, I would say there's a little bit of uh, the one criticism is that there's a little bit of like an overly bitterness to it that mm. feels like added in mm. as opposed to like naturally part of it. Otherwise I think it's balanced. I got a little bit of like a fruit citrusy vibe in the middle of it and it's tasty. See what I really liked about this beer. Um, Cause I mean, you're right. I mean it, you know, does, does Ahab when Ahab wants to kill Moby Dick, does he really care about Moby Dick anymore? No. Or is it just the infatuation? Mm -hmm. So that's where I am. So fortunately, I'm able to, you know, drink a beer and be honest with it. I was very excited. I'm very happy that I was able to cross this off the list. But I'm kind of with you. I it, It's more bitter than I expect. It's really full. Mm -hmm. It's got a really full body to it, which I like. Uh, I enjoyed that aspect of it. It is more bitter than I anticipated. I, it's also 7%, Yeah, which you know, I was kind of thrown off by. It reminds <clears throat> me a little bit of the Bitter Bomb that used to be the IPAs at Bridgeport. Mm. the old school recipes they never changed okay it's like you take the sip and you're like oh that's some good flavor and then it's like yeah ah! you know dried like up a little bit too much and that's kind of what i'm getting at the end of this but i do very much enjoy the balance of it you're right it has got a it has got a good uh good mouthfeel in it a good body and um yeah i would just say it's it's a solid ipa i feel like it's been a while since i've had an ipa with this full of a body that isn't like a sticky hands or a double ipa yeah yeah, probably because I point. feel like this has. Although this is seven percent, so you're getting yeah, I mean, closer you're, you're to that getting territory. Closer. Yeah, yeah, but I feel like so many beers now. I mean, which is kind of the trend of West Coast IPAs, which for the most part I'm pretty okay with, as long as it's not too light, of having lighter bodies, and not be so full. You know, the days of Pallet Jack are starting to become a little numbered, which make me love things like Pallet Jack a little bit more. Mm. Mm -hmm. And it's better than it's better than that cellar maker stuff where it's like. No, nobody. Right. And it's just hop in your face and that's it. I mean, that's you, boring to me. Do you find that the bitterness in this is is from the hops? Is it perceived bitterness? No, I think it is legit bitterness. And it's just, is it? I think it's legit bitterness from the hops. Did they use a bittering perceived. agent at no, all? No, no, okay. probably not. They're just probably, and I don't even know. Let's see. Well, there is some stuff on the back. I know we're kind of running long, but let me see if I can find. What's the, what does it say on the back of the bottle? Does it give you anything on no, there? No, I've I've been looking. It doesn't tell you anything. 
Lunch is a special whale that has been spotted off the main coast since 1982. I had no idea of that. Hey, she has what looks like a bike a taken out of her fin, which adds to her unique character. We dedicate this beer to her determination and persistence. Keep on swimming. So it's not a, well, at least this is not a Lord of the Rings reference at all. <laughs> it's a literal whale. It's a literal whale, and just keeps keep on swimming. Just keep swimming. Yeah, right. Just kind keep of. swimming. Let's see. Let's see if I can find something about hops here. It's just uh, that's the only thing that I don't love about it is. I think it's, it's too it, bitter for you. It is. It's it's an old school bitterness that with new school hop flavor. Yeah, that you. It's like that's what you've talked about this all the time, and I wasn't here in Portland during the Amarillo the, Centennial Simcoe, the bitter hops, the bitter hop wars. Um, so I didn't really get to experience it too much, except for places like Bridgetown before they closed because they didn't change the recipes. Lucky you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's kind of what it's giving me the vibe of. Okay, it's just like yeah. Can we be more bitter just to be bitter? Yeah. You know? And that's, you don't need to do that. Right. The hops can speak for themselves. Right. They're already bitter, you know? Yeah. So that's my hot take. All right. Well. Thank you for sharing. Welcome to Maine Brewing Company. Like I said, Maine Beer Company. Like I said, this is my third favorite of the yeah. four. I, I don't know if there's any more out there. Maybe Belmont. I'd be shocked if it Maybe made it someday the we can go to Maine and try it from the source. Holla for a dollar. Who knows? Something strange. Or a piece of change. Who knows? All right, that's going to do it for us this week. It's beautiful weather out there. Yeah, be safe, though. Uh, yeah, be safe. If you got both your COVID shots, do whatever you want, I guess. Right? Yeah, run through the streets naked, like Barack Obama just won the presidency. Like yeah. you're Randy Marsh. You can change! Do <laughs> you can do that. Uh, yeah, so enjoy the weekend. Uh, get get out there, enjoy some beer, sit on the patio, stay distance. If you got both shots, enjoy yourself. And uh, we had the episode, what was it, like a month ago, light at the end of the tunnel yeah. now? We're getting there, man. Train's coming. I heard the train go. Yep. Uh, most people I've talked to who want their shot have either gotten their first one or have it scheduled for the next week or two. Yep. And it's like, all right. Here we go. Yep. Let's start enjoying life again. Yep. And just remember, the shot's not necessarily just for you. It's for everybody else, too. Yep. And uh, be prepared. The second shot could knock you on your ass. Uh, I am a... <laughs> if you're weak like you, Mike. No. Apparently, the stronger your immune system, the worse it hits you because your body's fighting over overtime to kill it. Then I'm going to die. Do you have a strong immune system? Very strong. Well, then you're going to feel it, probably. All right, cool. <laughs> uh, I felt it on Tuesday quite a lot. I told you to take the day off. Well, I did take the day off, sir. Yeah, you just let us know the day of. Well, I didn't want to take the day off. Will Darkin sends his thanks. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I've worked doubles before, okay? He can work his first one ever. All right. We'll be back next week. Have a very good, fun weekend, and uh, we'll see you later. God says.